Hello and welcome to Alessandra's Angle, a show about positivity and self-improvement. We'll be featuring a variety of topics from motivation and inspiration to life hacks and leadership insights. I'm Alessandra Cavaluzzi and I'll be your host for this podcast. Join me each month for tips and information on how to transform your reality for the better. It's never too late to change the path that we're on. And there's no better time than now to rewrite your story. Are you ready? Great. Then let's get right into today's show. Hello and welcome to episode three of Alessandra's Angle. Today's episode is entitled The Power of Praise. The Power of Praise. Think about the last time that someone gave you positive feedback. Do you remember? When was the last time that someone said something to you that made you feel good about the job that you did? Someone praised you for a job well done or praised you for something that you did or said or even may have complimented you on a character trait of yours that they feel is positive or a contribution that you made to something on a professional or personal level. How did it feel? Chances are it felt really good. Perhaps you had increased feelings of self-esteem or you had a feeling of pride or happiness. It made you feel happy. All of these reactions are typical reactions to receiving praise. And what happens to us, you know, the reason why we feel that way is that uh, actually when we are praised, the act of either, you know, giving praise or receiving praise actually triggers a chemical reaction in our brain, uh, which causes our brain to release dopamine. And dopamine is a neurotransmitter that helps to actually control the reward and the pleasure centers of the brain. So when you feel good, when you hear someone praising you, it's because it does actually trigger this chemical reaction in our brain. And there are a lot of very positive benefits to this, both from a personal perspective and a professional perspective when we give and receive praise. So today's topic, today's episode is going to focus on this, uh, both on the professional side and on the personal side, uh, the benefits of praising people, why it's good for not just our mental health, but also for our physical well-being and for our professional and personal growth. Now, when we talk about these physical effects that actually happen, this triggering of the chemicals in the brain, um, it is true. There are studies that show this, and it's kind of the same area of the brain that's triggered. And I've talked about this in other uh, conversations and in other talks that I've done when it comes to volunteerism, uh, the, what they call the volunteers high, that feeling like you're on cloud nine after you go out and volunteer and help people. It's like a feeling of bliss and euphoria that you've done something really good to help someone else. And it makes you feel just good about yourself. That's the same area of the brain and the same chemical reaction, the same dopamine that's triggered when you praise people. So same area of the brain lights up again, positives. And there are a lot of positive effects that have been shown, uh, through studies that 
when dopamine is released and we have these good feelings, it helps to lower our blood pressure, helps increase self-esteem, self-confidence. And it also shows that it helps to contribute to innovative thinking and creative problem solving. So all of these benefits uh, are what we can obtain and what, what we acquire when we praise people and when we receive praise ourselves. Now, little disclaimer, these effects from this chemical triggering in the brain are short-lived. So it's not something that will last for months on end. However, there is a way to continue and, and to help that to happen on an ongoing basis. And that is to make praising a habit. Okay. The more you practice, the more you do it, the more it happens. Okay. And it continues in the long run. Now, doing things, making things a habit, you could say, well, you know, that might be tough to do. On average, what, uh, what we've found or what studies have shown is that for something to become a habit, it takes roughly about 65 days. So about two months of a behavior before it sets in as a habit. If something is more complex, it's going to take a little longer. So for example, I recently read that drinking warm water with a squeeze of lemon in the morning when you wake up is a great way to kickstart your, your system, your body, you know, getting, getting the day started. It has lots of really great health benefits and doing that every morning. I start doing that and it's easy. I wake up, I drink a warm glass of water with a squeeze of lemon. And before you know it, that becomes habit. Something like incorporating a morning run into your routine might take a little longer to do because it's a more complex action. You have to set your alarm a little earlier. It requires you rearranging your morning schedule and and fitting something in and altering a routine that you're used to doing. So that might take you maybe three months, maybe a little longer for it to become a habit. But on average, the more you practice doing something, eventually it becomes habit. So something like this, making a concerted effort or a conscious effort to find something to praise people about on an ongoing basis helps it to become a habit and helps you and the people around you to reap the benefits of praise. So let's start off with praising in the workplace. And then I'm going to go to how this helps us personally. All right. So in the workplace, what we have learned over the years through many different studies, uh, whether it be through the society of human resource management, uh, or, other organizations that have done leadership organizations that have done studies, uh, what they found is that people are three times more likely to stay at a company where they feel they're praised versus one where they receive little to no praise for the work that they're doing and the contributions that they're making to the company. Um, the Gallup organization actually had a study that showed that people who are praised don't leave. They stay. They stay because they feel that their leaders are trustworthy, that their leaders have their backs, uh, that they're invested in their success, and they would rather be at a company where they feel respected and valued versus jumping and taking a job, making maybe a little bit more money, but where they're not valued. Additionally, there was another study that was done, which was, just, which was interesting. It was a 10-year study of over 200,000 individuals, and it actually became the focus of a book called The Carrot Principle. 
or how the best managers use recognition to engage their people, retain talent, and accelerate performance. This is a book that was written by Adrian Gostick and Chester Elton. They're two management experts. And what they found was that praise and recognition has great impact on business results. Uh, what they found that when managers offered meaningful recognition and praise, they were able to achieve higher levels of productivity, engagement, and retention. And the reason why is that they found, first of all, recognized employees are happy employees. Okay. When people show recognition or when leaders show recognition to employees and they show that they appreciate their efforts, employees feel good about themselves. They feel good about their jobs. And what they found was that that also spilled into their personal lives. So employees were saying that, you know, they had a better home life overall as well, because as much as we say, oh, you know, I leave my work at the office and I try, I make an effort not to bring my work home. We've all had those days where we have an absolutely horrendous day at the office and it spills over into our home life. We go home, we've just, we're just frazzled. Our kid says something or our spouse says something that just rubs us the wrong way because we've had a horrible day and boom, it's like a powder keg, right? And all of a sudden you're yelling, someone says something, you get angry, you, you're snippy. And of course you feel terrible about it because you don't mean to do it, but it spills over into your work, into your home life. So as much as we try and we try to separate work life from home, it does spill over. So the happier your employees are at work, the more uh, appreciated and valued they'd feel at work, the more they're going to value their own contributions and their job and the happier they're going to be when they go home. Okay. The other number two, appreciative leaders are appreciated leaders. The more you appreciate your people, the more they're going to appreciate you as a leader. They're going to see you as someone they can trust. They're going to see you as someone who is worthy of their loyalty. And they are going to want to work harder to make you look good to make you successful, to make the company successful. When you praise your people for a job well done, when you praise your people for their contributions, they will feel loyal and feel that you are someone that has their best interest at heart and they will trust you and they will want to work for you and they will want to stay. They will not leave, which leads me segue into reason number three, which is when employees feel recognized, they don't leave. They stick around, okay? They're not going to jump ship to go somewhere else for more money because quality of life, work-life balance, and feeling appreciated is so high on the list of what people are looking for these days that it trumps getting money, more money, a little bit boost in pay or perks somewhere else. The Society for Human Resource Management has done studies on this, but also the U.S. Bureau of Labor and Statistics. They actually had a report where they asked employees who left jobs why they left and why they switched to a different career. And the vast majority of the employees that were represented in that statistic report said that they felt either a lack of respect from their leaders or a lack of autonomy. So again, it's very important. And 
Turnover in any company is very expensive. When you lose people, it costs you a lot of money. On average, it could cost over $3,500 to $4,000 to replace a person. That's not counting. Then all the training that you need to do uh, to hire, you know, to bring someone up to speed, the classes they may need to take, and, and so much more that you need to invest in time to teach someone uh, all the skills that they need to take on in a new position. So when you think about that, you multiply that by 10, 15, 20 people before you know it, uh, you're, you're in a, in a pretty bad situation. So making sure that people feel valued and cared for is very important and will help you to retain your workforce. It will help you to raise engagement, uh, and help you to gain their loyalty and their trust as well. The other thing that's really important to do is make sure that when you're praising your people, that you're also praising them evenly. Now, this doesn't mean that you give everybody the same level of praise, obviously, because it needs to be genuine. You can't just praise people for, you know, for things that they're not doing. But what I mean by this is if you have a department where there are different groups, make sure that if you're praising one team for a job well done and their contributions that you're identifying other teams and other things that they're doing that are worthy of praise as well. Otherwise you run the risk of looking like you are favoring one team over another. And that opens up a whole other can of worms and, uh, and dysfunction creates dysfunction and animosity between people. And you don't want to do that. So be sure that you're praising people evenly. You're giving everybody recognition when it's merited uh, and that it's genuine. Okay. So these are the things that you should be doing. Now let's talk about the, on a personal level, praising people personally and your personal relationships as well is important. Uh, the benefits of giving praise is that you're helping to motivate other people. You're helping to set them up for success. And when it's genuine, that's exactly what it does. Your relationships with those people are strengthened. You feel good. You feel like you are bonding with them. And again, it builds trust. It builds loyalty and it benefits in so many ways, even from a physical, uh, and mental health perspective. When you feel good, they feel good. It's a win on both sides. Okay. But let's just think about, okay. We talked about the positives. Let's talk about what the don'ts. Okay. So do praise, do make sure that it's genuine, um, and do make sure that you're praising evenly. All right. Whether it's your kids, make sure that you're praising them all, you know, for things that they're doing well, and that you're not just favoring one child over another. It goes without saying, uh, your spouse, make sure that, you know, identify things that they're doing well, um, talk about the positives, the contributions, the things that they do to make you feel valued and be sure that, that you're always giving each other the, the praise when, when it's needed and when you see something that they're doing well. Okay. Personally, professionally, let's make sure we're doing that. Now things to avoid praising people for things that are not worth praising for. In other words, trivial things. I'll give you an example. I had a friend of mine once said to me that she was infuriated one day at the office because her boss was praising her for changing the toner in the copier. Great job. That was awesome. Thanks for doing that. 
to change the toner. She didn't save a multi-million dollar account. And she said to me, I found that to be insulting. I thought it was almost like he was saying it sarcastically to make me feel stupid. Now, whether he was or not, I don't know. But that's an example of praising somebody for something that honestly was not praiseworthy. So make sure that it's genuine. Make sure that it's for something that's worth being praised for. It's not something trivial. The other thing is never, ever, and I know I'm going to, some people are going to hear this and they're going to say, well, I don't agree with this, but this is my view on it. Never, ever wrap criticism with praise. So there are some models out there, leadership models, uh, when it comes to feedback that say, okay, when you're going to give constructive criticism, start with a positive, go into the constructive criticism, then end with the positive. I don't believe in this because what it does in my eyes is it sets somebody up to feel like they're being blindsided and it renders the praise hollow. People start to look at the praise as being disingenuous and they start feeling that they can't trust the praise. So anytime after that, they're going to feel like whenever you're saying something complimentary, is the ax about to fall? Is something coming around the corner that I don't know about? Am I going to be hit with the disciplinary action now because this is coming? So I don't see the value in praising people and then going into the coaching and then going into the praising. Save the praising conversations for praise. Save the coaching for coaching. Now, you can start off a coaching conversation being realistic, telling the person exactly why they're there, having this, uh, this conversation about improvement opportunities and where you see that they can be doing better. You can, while you're talking about that, say, look, you know, I do recognize that you're also doing some really good things, but today I just want to focus on where we need to improve here. You know, have a way to talk to the person. You can put in something complimentary, but don't start it off with the praises where I'm going with this, because if you start it off with that from there on in, it's going to diminish their trust in you. And they will always, the future praise will always be tainted by that experience. Okay. Uh, so you don't want to do that. It's, you know, it's kind of like when you go to give somebody, uh, it almost feels like, you know, when you give somebody a flower and then there's, you know, that, that hidden thing where it's a, a, a gag flower where the water squirts out and hits them in the face. That's kind of like what it feels like. You call me in to give me a compliment and then you hit me with this, here's the things you're doing wrong and I'm writing you up kind of thing. And then, but by the way, Hey, go out there and, uh, great job. I mean, it just makes no sense. So make sure that when you are giving praise, it's genuine. It's for something that is praiseworthy, something significant, and it's just for the sake of praising. It's not to blunt a disciplinary conversation or to make boost someone's ego after you tell them that they're dropping the ball on a particular task or something. That's not what you're there for. As a leader, you're there to help make your people better. You're there to help coach your people. And some of those conversations require really tough, hard facts and conversations and, and statements. And you're going to have to be able to do that. You can't be afraid to have those conversations and you can't use praise to help you get a tough message across. So to recap, 
Praise is good. Praise helps. Giving praise is good. It helps us to feel better about ourselves and our lives when we receive praise and also when we give praise because we know that we're helping someone to do better. We're helping to set someone up for success. There are physical benefits from the chemical reaction and the release of the dopamine into our system from our brain that help us to not only feel better where it lowers blood pressure, it helps build self-esteem, but it also spurs on creative and innovative thinking. Praising in the workplace helps employees to feel like they're valued, which makes them happier at work, which also translates into happier home life and makes sure that When they feel valued, it ensures that they will not jump ship to go somewhere else because when they feel valued, they stick around, okay? And less turnover means less cost for the company. The more people stay, the better it is for you, the less people you need to hire and train, and that's a win for everybody all around. And remember, the the do's, so do praise, do make it genuine, Do make it for reasons that are worthy of being praised. Don't praise people for changing the copy paper or the toner because that will not win you any loyalty or trust and it will seem disingenuous. And the don'ts. Don't overlook other people on your team. Praise people evenly. Don't mix praise with criticism. Okay, save the coaching conversations for coaching, leave the praise for positive things, meaningful things, and do make it a habit to praise as necessary and make it a habit. You know, when you see it, do it. The more you practice, the more it becomes a habit. On average, remember, 65-ish days for something to become a habit, something like this, incorporating praise into your daily life uh, as a habit shouldn't take more than two, three months tops for it become to become ha- a habit. So that's it for today. Uh, I hope that you enjoyed this episode on praise and tune in next month when our conversation will be all about the power of connection, the importance of connection now more than ever in these uncertain times that we've been going through. Uh, connection is even more critical and more important in our daily lives. So we'll be talking about that, ways that we can stay connected and the benefits it has mentally and physically and professionally and personally in our lives. So I hope that you'll join me next month. Until then, take care, beautiful people. A reminder to connect with me on social media, on LinkedIn at Alessandra Cavaluzzi, on Instagram at Alessandra Cavaluzzi, on Twitter at A Cavaluzzi, and I'm also on Facebook, but on Facebook, I'm under a million dollars in change because that's the name of my book. So that's where you can find me there. So let's connect. If you'd like to sign up for the Alessandra's Angle newsletter, you can go to my website, alessandracavaluzzi.com, click on email updates to receive the latest newsletter. Or you can just drop me a line. Let me know what you think of the show and what you'd like to hear about in future episodes of this podcast. Until next time, remember, the journey to your new reality starts now and you have to believe in order to achieve. So believe in yourself.